0: This is Nursing in America. Each week, we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. So
1: let's talk about the consulate. Um, because the consulate is kind of like that, that last leg of the race. It's like you exhausted, it's been a roller coaster, you've had ups and downs, and now we're going to talk about your experience at the consulate. So can you share the documents that you needed to submit to the consulate, Patricia?
2: So upon entering the embassy, um, they ask first for my passport and the BS-260 confirmation page, the one with the barcode. Make sure that you print that and that it's clear. And then um, upon entering the embassy, a person will give you uh, will tell you to prepare the original uh, documents like your birth certificate, the Senomar, the NBI clearance or your police clearance, And then your two by two pictures, your um, visa screen, the original copy as well. And then your license and your pass letter or your candidate report. And then those are the set of papers that you need to present to the pre-screener. Oh, Also your job offer, the notarized one and your contract. And then I guess that's that would be all.
1: Yeah so yeah. there is a list of documents that you can that you that you will need to bring to the consulate. John how long was your was your interview?
3: Actually the interview itself it's very short. I mean, the consular interview it took me around 2 minutes or less. But, okay. you know, but yeah it was so fast. <laughs> it like, was 2
1: yeah. minutes for <laughs> the yeah. interview. Wow. Okay.
3: He just asked me some few questions about my workplace here and if I lived in any other countries other than other than the Philippines and UAE and then he just asked me to describe the what is mentioned on my job offer sent by my employer and then that's it
1: wow okay so that was it was that was really really quick patricia was yours as fast the actual yes,
2: time I, yes i think it was less than 5 minutes wow <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what what did they ask you, Patricia?
2: <laughs> Belani saying,
1: "Oh my God! <laughs> what, what did they ask
2: you?" Uh, I, wait. I remember he asked me my birthday, i my name first, name, birthday, the petitioner, the facility, the address of the facility. Then when I took when I had my nursing degree. When I took the NCLEX and the IELTS and after that he said, I will approve your visa and thank you for being a nurse. And then I was my I was teary-eyed. Wow. And then I went outside the house. So it's wow. so fast. Well,
1: it, amazing that both of yours was really fast. And and mm-hmm. um, there is a list of questions that we can share with you that are typical questions that will be asked in the interview. So they might ask, Who is your employer? How did you learn about your employer? How did you apply? What is your employer's address? What is your hourly rate? Where will you be working? Which area are you assigned? How many hours per week will you be um, working? When will you travel to the U.S.? Who is your contact person in the U.S.? Is your employer providing you relocation? How long have you been working as a nurse and always be consistent with whatever you put on the DS-260 form. So these are just some sample questions that you might be asked at the consular stage. Um, but, you know, it, it might be really quick, like John or Patricia, or it could be long. It could, I mean, I've seen nurses sometimes have a few hours at the mm-hmm. consulate. So so don't think that, you know, there's something wrong if, you, if your officer takes a long time, because it's up to them to decide what questions they're gonna ask. And Ray, how are you preparing for your interview next week? (laughs) You can can, can kind of see the fear in Ray's eyes.
4: (laughs) Yes. How um, are you preparing? Well, actually, I was already prepared several months before this date. Mm -hmm. Um, It just so happened that my eagerness again got the best of me because uh, what they wanted was the original and the photocopy. And what they have here is a photocopy. And they asked me, what, I do, what do I want? Is it colored or black and white? And he said, probably colored. And, you know, I didn't know it should be black and white. So I need to redo everything again. But fast forward going to right now, um, I've already set everything up. It's just like yesterday or two days ago or whatnot. I already booked my hotel, which which is just two minutes away by foot going to the embassy. And also the the train, because uh, people here uh, travel by train a lot. And my place going to London takes around roughly two hours. So I needed to book it ahead of time so that I have no problems whatsoever. So with that being said, you know, um, I think everything will will be all right. Because I did everything I can. I can sleep peacefully at night. And, you know, um, I did my due diligence. So I think that's it.
1: Good. So, you know, I think it's good attention to detail that you've prepared because when you're prepared, as you say, you can sleep at night because you feel peaceful and you know that you've done what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you raised up about the train or things like that because, you know, sometimes it's the you think you prepare like the paperwork, but it's also preparing like just the logistics because you yeah. want to get there early. You want to dress professionally. You don't want to be yeah. rushing or get lost or miss a train or something like that. Um, so it's really important to prepare not just the, the paperwork that's required, but also the um, you know just the logistics of it to know where you're going to go, how you're going to get there, what time you should get there, and, and so that you don't get in a flap and you're not late and and, and then it's it's even it's an even more stressful um, uh, opportunity uh, option. Sorry, how long have you been waiting for the concert interview?
4: I have been waiting. Um, Well, actually, I had my first interaction with with, uh, my employer, like, September... uh, No, no, no. August uh, 2020. So, fast forward roughly more than a year. Almost two years coming this April 2022. So, it's been a long road. It's been a roller coaster. But, you know, you can have it both ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the pandemic. And I just... Can do what I can do. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I, I think that's a good way to put it. You can only do what you can do, what's in your control. Um mm. and that and that's where it's important to have um you know your your piece of it um organized and uh, and, and get that ready and and, and efficiently as, as quickly and easily as possible. And the pandemic unfortunately has added a whole nother layer of complexity to an already complicated long process. Um, so, you know, not to say that anybody who just um, is ready for the expedite process is going to wait as long as Ray for that process, because we are hopeful um, you know, today is stories of hope and encouragement, but we are hopeful. We have actually seen a slight change, certainly from the Kinetics USA perspective, and we have thousands of nurses going through this process. We have seen a slight shift where now nurses seem to be getting their expedites approved. Um, and we, we do seem to be seeing some light at the end of the, end of the tunnel. So there is there is root uh, reason for, for hope and for optimism. Patricia and John, Do you want to maybe um, share if there were any specific challenges or any mistakes that nurses made or that you made in preparing for the consulate? Patricia?
2: Um, I think it would be, I didn't request my uh, civil Um, documents on time. Um, I was given only two weeks notice to prepare for my embassy interview and it didn't occur to me that my document should be uh, va- uh, it should be valid for 6 months I, I guess so mine was requested way back 2020 so i needed to request again and i live in the province so it took days for it to be delivered good thing before i went to metro manila it was delivered in my hometown a day before my trip. So it's important that you make sure that you request your birth certificate, more for the single applicants and the marriage certificate for the married applicants.
1: Okay, thank, thank you, me. Patricia. So that's a good point, is having your documents ready. Really important to get that ready, because as Ray said, there are things that are our control, but there are some things that are in our control. And that's where it's important to educate yourself about that.
0: We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show.
1: John and um, was there any advice that you can give to any nurse that is going for the interview and any mistakes or specific challenges that you had in preparing for the consular interview?
3: Well, I guess for me, I never really had a major, you know, issues in completing my documents because I got all of them ready from before. But the biggest, I mean, challenge for me is the timing because I received my expedite uh, letter from the embassy on October 20 and I scheduled my interview on November 3 but then again I have to have a medical here in Abu Dhabi I can only have it in NMC and the schedule was so tight actually and I thought I would never have a you know have a have it scheduled before the interview but luckily I I got a schedule and then the result was released just a day before my interview date. Oh
1: my goodness.
3: So, you know, <laughs> that was kind of scary, you know, <laughs> on my part. But for me, it was okay. I mean, it, is, it was a smooth-flowing uh, preparation and interview during the consular interview. And uh, for for uh, I can say, uh, I, I mean, on my part, as an advice to, you know, many nurses who are going through the same step or who, uh, who will go on this step soon, I think you have to prepare yourself mentally, because one of the thing that you know that you might face is you know is that you being overthinking, over uh, an overthinker probably is that you overthink too much. That in, in in other way it was okay. I mean you are you know you are making yourself ready to any possibilities or any possible question that they may they, they may ask, but. Sometimes, or most of the time, I don't think it is good at that moment, you know. And also, you have to coordinate well to your case manager. On my case, Miss Princess helped me a lot. She scheduled some interview, drill, and then she asked me many things about, you know, for any possible questions that the counselor might ask. And that's it. Be ready physically and mentally.
1: Okay. I could see Ray laughing when you were saying, don't be an overthinker.
3: No.
1: <laughs> and I think many people, John, are kind of smiling in their own head as you say that, because it's such a long wait and it's such a scary process that it's really hard not to be yeah. overthinking it, you know? Um, so I, I'm pleased that you actually said that, because I think many people will actually relate to that. Um and yes, and Princess does a fabulous do- job. As do all of our case specialists at Kinetics USA. Uh, John's giving you a thumbs up, um, uh, Princess, and um, as, as to all our case specialists who are very experienced, knowledgeable, and can help you to pre- prepare, as John says, both physically as well as practically, and sorry, mentally as well as practically, um, for the consular interview. And so, um, can can each of you maybe just speak a little bit about police clearances and how you went about that?
3: I would speak first. Yes, go ahead. Yes, here in Abu Dhabi, it's much easier because it's an online application. You just have to download the application and then, you know, pay 100 dirhams and then you will get the clearance in just a minute. And it's valid
1: for one year. Okay, All right. Thank you, John. Patricia, can you speak about the police
2: clearances in the Philippines? Yeah, as far as I can remember, it's valid for six months, but it's a fast process. I just need to go to the nearest NBI office and they can issue it after a few minutes.
1: Okay, so it really was not very difficult. What about you, Ray, in the UK?
4: Uh, Well, um, it's similar to John. There is an application that you can fill up. And um, actually, the only challenge there is that if you have a similar name, like a hit, they, they term it as a hit. Like uh, if you have, if there's another individual with the same name, so they have to check out the background first. But if you're clear, then it's, everything is clear. So um, in my case, what I usually do is that my time frame is, not, is less than six six months. Not six months or equal to, uh less than or equal to six months is always less than six months so that everything will be fresh just in case that, you know, um, the interview speeds up or or my letter gets expedited. Expedited, um, But it's just that easy and uh, you'll just have to pay the fee by online. That's it. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you for sharing, Ray. Okay. John and Patricia, share with us that moment when you stepped outside of the consulate. What was that like? You just had your consular interview. What was that moment like and what, what what did you do? What did you do that day? <laughs> Go ahead, Patricia.
2: Okay. Um, when I heard the consul, to uh, when I heard him say, I will approve your visa and thank you for being a nurse. I said, thank you, but I can feel that my eyes were watery and I felt a tear that fell down my eye. And then I went out of the embassy smiling and there was another person who also just had his interview and we, we talked and we were smiling from ear to ear. And um, if we could just run around the embassy and just shout that, <laughs> yay, I'm going to the United States. And um, I wanted to hug people, but my father was still outside the embassy. So yeah. I still waited until I could get out of the gate. And when I saw my father, I gave him a huge smile and um, I gave him a thumbs up meaning that I passed the interview and after that I went home to my province and I called my family and everybody was happy even my mother was crying so yeah I could imagine myself going to America already. (laughs) Okay Patricia a big day I can just I can cry just listening to your story (laughs) so wonderful
1: John what was that moment like for you?
3: Uh, For sure I was so happy Uh, when the consular said that my visa was approved. Mm -hmm. So after I got got out of the embassy, I called my parents back in the Philippines, telling them about the good news. And for sure, they were so happy also. And then after that, I never really had to... I got to celebrate because after an hour, I need to go for work. (laughs) That's why. Mm -hmm. But for sure, I was happy.
1: Okay. Happy, very happy, for telling Thanks. your friends and family, mm. and I and I know Ray, that is what you are looking forward to, right? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. Moment, yeah. <laughs> That's what mm. we want for everyone. There's a there's a saying: uh, life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. Mm. And I think that that moment when you get that thumbs up at that consulate is just one of those moments in your life that you will never, ever forget. It's a very special time. And it's a time we want to celebrate because that's a time of hope and optimism. And that's why I just, you know, as I said, I, I just love that we're we sharing. That, thank you for sharing your stories with everybody. So um, I'd like to ask each of the uh, the panel, um, Patricia, John and Ray, what is, the, what is the one thing that you're most looking forward to doing or seeing or going to or eating or what's the most the the one thing that you're really looking forward to um when you arrive in the united states patricia let's start with you
0: um
2: that would be the snow i haven't had my first snowfall so (laughs) i know i'm looking forward to the start. i know it's not I, i know it's going to be really cold and i know i'm gonna get um i'm gonna get uh I'm just really excited to experience my first snowfall. Okay. You want
1: to see that that white snowfall. Beautiful. What about you, John?
3: Same. us with Patricia again.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Same dream. Actually,
3: the weather. I mean, I never <laughs> had to experience four seasons in the country. Okay. Because here, it's. I mean, we don't have the four seasons. So I'm yeah. very excited yeah. and looking forward to experience that one.
1: Okay, good. So looking forward to seeing that beautiful snow. What about you, Ray? What is that one thing that you're most looking forward to coming to America?
4: I can't wait to give my sisters a big hug and my dad and my mom a big hug because I'm a family person and my family means a lot to me. I mean, I will move mountains just to get to them. And um, I still remember my promise to them when I was still in college and when I was still in nursing, uh, nursing education and um, I told them that don't worry my, my term for sister is Ate so uh, Ate um, don't worry I'll find, I will always find myself to you and it's not to sound hyperbole or false humility but I will do everything I can to get to you so that's the mm-hmm. most important thing for me and also to 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 be a very good nurse, to become very knowledgeable and thoughtful about it because at the end of the day, it's you, you know what you want is for yourself, it's understandable, but what you want also as well is to give back to the community and to those sick people. I think that's the most important thing.
1: Well, you have certainly given back to the community today, right? Mm, yeah, as well as you, John and Patricia. So thank you for paying it forward and thank you for sharing your story. Even though it's been a roller coaster of ups and downs, at the end of the day, you guys have have done your part, you've done the work, um, and you really, I know, have inspired and encouraged so many nurses all over the world today. So thank you. Thank you for what you do and thank you for paying it forward for other nurses. Thank you, everybody. And goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.